Welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. My name is Katie Christ, and in 2016, I wrote down in a journal that I was going to become unapologetically my best self. And my purpose is to help women do the same, whether that's overcoming body image issues, creating next level inner confidence, or up-leveling our emotional intelligence and sense of worth. I believe that by investing in and developing who we are, we can exponentially transform the world we live in. My mission is to create power and influence in the hands of women. These are conversations for those ready to rise. This is the Allured Life Podcast. <laughs> Let's go all in. Hello, 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 and welcome to the first ever 2024 the Allured Life Podcast. So hello, my name is Katie Chris Youngdahl. Um, it's been a hot minute since I've launched a podcast. Um, I think it was the, the last day um, of November was the last podcast that happened. So December was completely quiet. And hello, we're here. My favorite time of year, the new year. Um, <clears throat> if you hear me cough, or if you if I sound a little bit nasally, I just got over a really bad, I think I had the flu. <laughs> it was about a week of just started with the chills, started with just not feeling good. Um, a lot of brain fog happening, a lot of congestion happening. It truly, at one point, I was so congested that I felt like, not even, not felt like I could feel the back of my throat just like acting as a suction cup. Cause it's like, there was nowhere for air to go. I don't even know if like, that's the right terminology to use. Uh, but it was, I was like, oh, I can't ha ha now. <laughs> I use a nasal decongestant for a couple of days, um, especially when I, I was um, away for the holidays um, with my family down in New Orleans for a little bit. Uh, no offense to anybody that lives in New Orleans, loves New Orleans. I don't need to go back <laughs> in the near time future. Um, I loved the garden district. I love walking around and looking at the old houses and how pretty it is, especially just seeing flowers blooming, um, versus here in the Midwest in Wisconsin, it's, there's just snow right now <laughs> and dead leaves from the fall. Um, I love seeing the flowers, but uh, again, it didn't help that I was sick there too. So I'm like, I'm walking around. I don't feel good. Um, I still, I had my smell happening or I, I could smell things. My de I wasn't decon or I wasn't congested, but just like, it smelled weird. I was, again, I was like walk walking in the French quarter. There was weird smells, weird people. We were there around New Year's too. So it's like party zone. Um, I wasn't partying, wasn't drinking again. There was like, I was sick. Um, and it just, I don't know. I just, I wasn't feeling the vibe. I wasn't feeling the vibe. Um, <laughs> so again, if you love New Orleans, um, I don't want to, I love, I, I remember going a maybe 10 years ago and I loved it. I was like, this just feels like I stepped into a new world, felt like I was in Europe. Uh, and this time just was not the same. I saw some sketchy stuff too. Like I saw one guy just like, with a towel over his head, just peeing on the street. And the, um, so if you actually love New Orleans, um, reach out to me and let me know what I missed, what I didn't do. Because um, I would love to, again, I know I never want to scratch off a city, but in the near time future, I don't see us going back. So with all that being said, um, I still am feeling the effects of just congestion, um, coughing, like a little bit of stuffed up nose. So I might sound a little bit different. Or if you hear me like mouth breathing, that is why. Um, I also feel some brain, brain fog as well too. So if you hear like a pause or if it just kind of sounds like I jump around with thoughts, that's why. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's get into what this podcast episode is going to be about. This is all I love. New Year time. I love planning. And so I'm just going to walk you through how I plan my entire year, <laughs> the entire year. Um, I actually, I spent a good chunk, honestly, the majority of December. Um, so December, I will talk about this in an upcoming ep podcast episode um, of some personal stuff that I have 
just just some personal stuff. Um, <laughs> so December, because of the personal stuff, December, I had to pivot and pivot hard. Um, luckily, I wasn't seeing any one on one clients at the time. Um, so it was a pretty easy transition where I just kind of had to rework what I want to focus on. Um, so luckily with that, it was kind of a fun time for instead of in January is usually when I take like the first two weeks in January to really look back at 2024, get a grasp of, of how it all went. What were the, the wins from that year? What were the learn lessons through looking at my failures? Yep, that was hard. Um, and then making a plan for the upcoming year. I did that in, in mid-December. Um, so kind of did it during the mid December and then took a then celebrated kind of finishing. I'm still actually working on it, <laughs> fine tuning, um, some of the stuff for 2024. Um, but it was kind of fun to do it mid December. Um, and then have this, the, um, geez, you guys brain fog right here. I don't, I do know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> it's brain fog, severe brain fog. Um, so it was fun to do this process mid-December, kind of when everything is winding down. And I just feel like with the December timeframe of things just feeling colder, feeling more cozy, kind of having it being dark out by 4.30, there's just kind of this inherent wanting to draw in and look inward. And so the December month felt really good. And I might I honestly feel like I'm going to actually, I'm going to plan to move this process where I do it in December moving forward, just because I really liked that. And then I liked having, okay, everything is planned out for the start of January that I could really just rest and relax for the two weeks that I took off over the holidays. So I took off the, the week of Christmas and I took off the week of um, January 1st as well too, because uh, I knew that Ryan and I were going to be traveling. So I want to briefly walk you through just kind of the core parts of doing an annual audit or, or planning out, kind of taking on and, and really diving into. So the process that I went through is the process that I teach and coach on in my program, Invested, the Resolution Rebellion. So the first year that I did Invested was last year. <laughs> um, and it is this... I called it the resolution rebellion because I was tired of every single year saying the exact same thing that I wanted to do every single year. I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to do like X, Y, and Z for my business. I wanted to be more intentional with my family. I wanted to be more intentional with my friends. Um, I, the biggest thing, again, you guys know me, I started off in body image, weight loss. The biggest thing every single year was lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, get fit, get back into like you go through the the end of the year. I feel like everyone's just, there's cookies everywhere. Everyone's just eating like crazy. Everyone's home for the holidays. You're eating foods that like you're, I don't know, like mac and cheese, family oriented food. Um, and so you get back from the holidays. You're like, okay, I'm going to get back on it. And so I was tired of every single year, just having the same new year's resolutions and not actually feeling like the last year I knocked it out of the park. And so the last two years or so, I'd say I, I've really fine-tuned and honored in a level of intentionality with planning. Um, I love planning. Again, there's something with me probably being like the first child or being a high achiever of wanting to have a task and get it done and check it off the to-do list. Like, I love scheduling this. Um, even back in, I remember... I think I was in eighth grade and my friends called me Hermione because I made a calendar for studying for eighth grade finals. <laughs> and my sister even was like, we didn't even talk about it today. She's like, I thought eighth grade was going to be so hard based on how like hard you were studying um, and like the calendar that you made and the schedule that you put yourself in. Um, so this is just kind of something that I've always really been into. I've always been into routines. I've always been into like Googling, okay, what's what's the morning routine of Rachel Hollis or what's the morning routine of Tony Robbins? What can I add into my day to be more effective, to be more of a high achiever? I've read books by Brendan Burchard, um, Ed Milet, Lewis Howes, all on being a high achiever, of achieving success, of getting the this mindset in. I've been obsessed with this. Yet, yet, why did I not feel like a success at the end of the year? 
why did it just, I just kept going back of like my new year's resolutions just seemed like they kept being the same every single year. Or I was like, I just need to be better. I just need to be better. I need to be better. And I would get frustrated with myself because being better, just there wasn't any quantifiable results of what did I get better at? And I wanted that for myself. I wanted every single year to start feeling feeling like a building block versus just starting off new. I really wanted to be intentional. And so that's the process that I want to, I for sure walk you through within the program invested. But again, I want to go over this. So if you don't have the resources to go and invest it, or if you're just like, just give me the quick, like PowerPoint points, here it is for you. So let's start off with step one. Step one is always, always, always honoring the last year. Always without a doubt. Um, I noticed that when I was setting New Year's resolutions or kind of starting off the goal, it was always just like get fit. It was always things that I wanted to be better at. And so coming from that of just kind of wanting to be better at a certain place, it's an intrinsic, I think, desire for us. I think us as human beings, we always want to grow. And that's totally great. That's a great desire to have this, this desire, this ambition. This is, again, remember there was a couple of episodes past where I talked about the five daily rules of life. The number one rule for life, daily rule for life, is to have ambition for your life, to keep going, to keep striving. Yet, I don't like this feeling of starting the new year, feeling like I'm starting from nothing. Because that just feels like my growth, it's always just coming from a place of lack. It's always coming from a place of I'm not enough. And really with just my work and my own kind of transformation and desire for increasing my own self-worth coming from a place of lack was a non-negotiable anymore. So it really started off with, okay, I'm going to start honoring the last year. And from that, I'm going to take out and extract from that memories and lessons. So the first part is super, super easy. Memories. It's going back and looking at my year and just being like, what was damn good about my year? What were the things that I've done or accomplished or experienced or just magically it happened that I was, that made 2023 an iconic year, just an amazing year. And I'll get to why I chose the word iconic afterwards. Um, it's a very intentional word. It was my word for 2023. Um, so it's looking back at my 2023 and just extracting what life did I live? What were the good, amazing, beautiful moments? And not just the big moments. Like for instance, I got married. <laughs> I went on an epic, amazing honeymoon. Like those are pretty pivotal moments that people remember for the rest of their life. Um, but I also wanted to look back and just say, okay, what were the mundane moments? The moments that made me so grateful or just so in love with my life that moving forward, I'd be like, you know what? I want more of those in my life. I want more of that in 2024. Or I just want to like, I just want to remember that. Memories. Um, so that's an easy one. That's a really fun one. And what I just do is I just go through and I look through my phone. Um, I take a whole bunch of videos um, I usually post those on social media because I look through my phone. Um, so what I have saved on my phone, but then I also look at my social media. So I use social media as just, I love the feature of using it as a diary. I love the capacity to look back on my Instagram feed and say, like, that's a video of what I've experienced of watching the whales jump or looking at a sunset or watching a beautiful sunrise with uh, cabbie digging in the background up north or having a memory of walking through the forest with this with the sun gleaming through it kind of sparkling and remembering what I was listening to or a certain topic of conversation that I was learning about like I, I associate those memories and that's why I post on social media these certain things it's it's not just posting so people are liking it it's, I post things. I want to remember, oh, I woke up that morning and journaled about something and like, remember looking at the flowers and thinking this is, this moment matters. 
This moment matters. So that was just kind of, and again, this is a learned process for me of just kind of utilizing social media as, because I knew last year I did this process and I knew come 2024, I wanted to be able to look back in a place that easily kind of cataloged all my memories. So I was really intentional with this. So if you're sitting there being like, I have no idea how to look back at my whole life. I don't take pictures, Katie. I don't like post on social media. Ew, you post way too much. Uh, (laughs) That's okay. Because this is something that I learned of just kind of going back. Because when I went through 2023, I was like, oh my gosh, I have no, I did not, like, I, I know I did so much more than this, but I didn't have a way to actually look back and say, okay, these are the things that I remember, the memories from it. They're like in my body because they made a difference for me. So just a little fun thing to do moving forward is think about is one, for sure, go back, honor 2023, and look and grab those memories that you can carry those along for you. So you can be 80 years old. And instead of saying, like, oh, I cannot remember, like, like my mom will say this. She's like, I can't remember. I don't remember anything. I don't want to be like that. I want to remember my life. And so I take the memories and I'll, and I, I'm going to do something with them. I'm actually going to go back and, and make a picture book. You know, back in the day when everybody would have photo albums, I'm actually going to do that now and like write on the photo album of like the memories that I have from it. Um, the second part is the hardest part to do, but the most worthwhile thing that you could possibly do. If anything, if anything, what I want you to do that again is so hard to do and something that I actually avoided doing when I went through this for myself in January, I avoided doing this for about a month. (laughs) Extract the learned lessons. So when you're going through your, oh, okay, pin in this. Let's go back and talk about Um, doing your memories. What you can also do is you can go and look back at your calendar as well too. So if you keep an online calendar, like a Google calendar, um, or if you use an actual like physical calendar, just go back and kind of, even if you don't have like a, a ton of things written in, you can kind of just go back and start to, it'll spark some memory of, okay, what was I doing on just February 5th of last year? Okay. I had to like throw that one in because The reason why is that when you're going back back and looking at your memories, some of the things that are going to pop up are some icky feelings. You're going to have like side by side with the good memories. So I only really take pictures of the good memories. But as I'm going through these pictures, I'll be reminded. I'm like transported back in that time frame. And then I'm reminded of some not so great memories whether that's something that a colleague of mine said to me um, while I was speaking. Um, True story. I was at a uh, speaking event and I had a colleague kind of say something to me that just like, it, it, it elicited a icky, not great emotion inside of me. So going back, cause here's what happened is I posted. So I um, gave a gift. It was a flower for that event. Um, so I gave a flower to that event. Um, and so I po- I had a picture of that in my phone. So I was really proud of myself. So I actually had that in the memory of speaking at an event, flower, good memory. But as I'm looking at that flower, then I also had this icky, I, I remembered, oh, that person kind of said that comment to me. Oh, and I write all the stuff that comes up that I'm not proud of from the year of 2023. And what we usually do is a lot of times we just kind of have these moments come up and we just want to push them away. We're like, okay, new year. Nope. We're going to start anew. We're going to start new. It's okay. We just kind of push them aside, push them aside. Don't think about them. Push them aside. We either push them aside or we're just like, okay, I need to do better. I need to do better. And that's it. That's where we keep them. That's where we put them. And we do that. We do a disservice to those moments. We do it a disservice because we don't actually extract like the gold that it's given us. 
I know it's so cliche to say, but it's, I truly do believe like everything is happening for you in this life. Oh God, even just saying that, but it's like every, 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 every part of you that walks on whatever trajectory of the life that you're living for whatever dream that you're making a reality for you on that line, you're, you're literally on a line, a trajectory. You started from here, from not there, from not being where you want to go. And you're on this line of desiring this dream, this ambition, this, this want, this life for you. And on this line, there's like, we have to keep walking on this line. We have to have staying power from on this line. Yet, why is it that sometimes, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, we don't, we just keep saying that we want this, this dream, this desire every single year. We always feel like we're starting over. That's because on this trajectory, on this line, we have here moments of success, moments of we keep walking, we keep walking, we keep walking. We're getting a little bit closer, getting a little bit closer, a little bit closer. And at the same time too, we're having these moments of failure, of not there yet, of these icky moments that kind of come up. And instead of keeping the momentum going, keeping the walking forward by extracting that lesson from that icky moment there, we just push it aside and we say, okay, I'll try again better. And from that causes resistance on us walking on that trajectory. I know it got a little bit heated there, but I, not even heated, it's just, it's this whole concept that we make so complicated on our walk from where we are now, which where we are now is not there yet, not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We feel like that. Instead of feeling like we're walking there. Do you feel the difference between the two? We're constantly feeling like we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. When we're sitting there and we don't extract, when we look at the failures and we just say, okay, nope, not listening to that. Or, okay, I should do better. Not there yet. Not there yet. Not there yet. Instead of we can make this trajectory, this line from where we are to where we want to go. We can keep walking if we learn the lesson from those failures, from those achiness, from those like just not great feeling times. So this is where this is such a like I want to just make this point so clear how important it is to go through your life, your 2023 and extract your learned lessons and to actually take the time because like honor honor your goddamn self that's gone through every single thing and instead of just saying like it's a waste of time or doing yourself a disservice extract the gold and what's also more important too is that yes you might have an icky emotion tied to that event but that's how you remember it what did you have for breakfast last week on Wednesday? What did you have for breakfast? Nine times out of 10, you're not going to remember <laughs> unless, unless something happened that elicited just a memory or an emotion. Like your child screamed at you and like threw your cereal out of your hands. You're like, well, I had cereal. We remember things when they're tied to emotions. The memories of aspect of things, we remember big memories because there's big emotions tied to it. But we don't remember the little memories that are seemingly insufficient, like waking up and seeing flowers while I'm journaling. Unless I actually remember like, oh my gosh, this journal prompt, or I just had an idea that is changing my life, then I'll remember it more. The thing about like, we do this with good memories. So why not do it with the bad memories too? And instead of just remembering them as bad, you know, like, have you ever had something happen, whether it was a conversation with a friend or a family member that happened and like, it'll just come to you a year, two years later. You're like, oh, like you can still feel like you were just there in that conversation. That's what I'm talking about here is instead of just having that bad memory of that conversation, it's extract the lesson that you needed to learn from that conversation moving forward. 
So instead of just kind of, again, instead of that memory coming, popping up, popping up, popping up, and you still feel like, oh, I don't want to think about that. Like, no, oh my gosh. Like I'm so either embarrassed by myself or, or you're like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm so angry still about that situation. Why are you coming into 2024 harboring these emotions from an experience from 2023? don't do that to yourself. Think about it as like you're starting the new 2024 with a backpack on of like 2023. Like I have my survival guide from 2023. Like I want to carry these things moving forward in my life because these are important. Why would you be putting rocks in your backpack of pain, of discomfort, of like guilt, of shame? It's just going to weigh you down versus let's just look at that specific thing that happened, that specific scenario, and then take the lesson moving forward so that if something happens moving forward, like I'm a better person because of that example, because of that situation. So then instead of just like 2024 happened, it's a new slate, but you're bringing along all this baggage from 2023 of memories and also some shame memories. It's like, we're not we're we're just starting again from scratch or or we're making our our ability to grow harder cuz we're we're holding on to so much emotion this is this is stuff that like I talk about in the program allure of just kind of how to process these emotions go through forgiveness hold boundaries hold standards the difference between a boundary and defense mechanism all these things um so there's a whole bunch that we can talk about there but the point here that I want to make is we want to be compounding each year. We want to be building block upon building block upon building block. And so why would you do yourself a disservice? And even let's say you had a conversation with a family member that you're so angry about, but why would you allow them to have hold on you in 2024? Why give them the honor of allowing ickiness to come through? Give yourself the honor of making good from that scenario, learning the lesson so that you become a better person moving forward. This isn't easy work. Again, I like put off this work the first time I did it for about a month. (laughs) And even then I feel like I like half-assed it. Um, And so then during, uh, so I I run this program again, it's half time will be when I do this in June. And so I remember doing it in June again. I was like, I looking back at my like learn lessons I'm getting the lessons god damn it <laughs> um and this is something where so I'm looking at my list right now and I actually got a list of 22 lessons from 2023 so I still want to get 23 lessons so I'm gonna oh no I did have 23 never mind 22 had two lessons with it. <laughs> I just forgot to number it. Um, so this is something that I am bringing forward. It's a, um, we're honoring 2024. We're uh, sorry, we're honoring 2023. So that 2024 can just be one little step ahead. And hopefully one big step ahead too. If you do this work, really, really intentional. So that's the first part is again, honoring 2023. And that's extracting the memories and the learned lessons from 2023. And then what do we start doing now? We plan? No, not yet. Not yet, not yet. So the second step is then, and this is where your learned lessons come come through. It's creating a context of how the year is going to go. So context is, it's a really, I've talked about context a couple of times in this podcast. Um, And in Invested, the Resolution Rebellion, there's a whole day that we'll talk a whole like hour long conversation we're going to have about context. Context is so important because it's the way that you do things. Think of there's a context of how you are. There's a context of who you are being when um, you really, there's a context of how you walk when you walk by someone and you're like, okay, I want to just kind of being a little sexy. I want to do a sexy walk versus I have to pee walk. There's a different context of how you eat in front of on a first date with somebody that you want to make a good first impression with versus the context of how you eat when you are starving and you need food in your like system like five minutes ago. Different context. 
So when we're going about our year, it's not just about doing the things. It's really just kind of, we're not even sprinkling. We are full on dumping intentionality in this year by looking at context of a way of, of just kind of focusing on who we want to be, who we want to become. And from just kind of looking at and figuring out who we want to become, it's creating context of if I look through life through this lens, how do I see myself walking differently than what I did in 2023? And this is where the uh, learned lessons really, really comes into hand, comes handy. Because you get to look at, okay, through, by focusing on this one concept, this one context, this one phrase or this one word, it's, it's kind of similar to my, my word of the year. But instead of it just being a word of the year, it's like, no, this is my context of the year. This is how I'm walking. This is how I'm planning everything. This is how I'm reviewing everything. This is how I am um, just journaling about everything for this year. This is something that I want to add into my the way that I do things. It's kind of like habit stacking. So it's just having this context and it's just a difference. It's strengthening in again. What I really want you to start doing is taking your year and instead of, instead of just kind of having a blank slate and just going again, it's to really be intentional to really ask yourself, okay, this is where I want to go this year. This is who I want to become. How am I going to help myself kind of power up the generator kind of self-motivate myself, keep things kind of fresh and going further and faster. It's just kind of using the superpower of, okay, I'm going to look at this year through the context, through, I'm going to look at this year through this specific context. And when I imagine myself walking through this year with this context, how do I show up? Do I show up a little bit better? Do I show up a little bit stronger? Do I show up with a little bit more discipline, a little bit more belief in myself? And so this again, it's, it's, <laughs> I feel like I'm like, it's so briefly covering a topic that like I can really go in depth with. Um, so let's go back to my last year in 2023, my um, focus, my context was iconic. Um, so iconic, everything that I did for last year, I looked at it through, is this going to be iconic? Is this creating an iconic version of my life? I really wanted last year to be big. So it's like looking at my wedding. How do I make my wedding feel iconic? Feel like it's like just, I wanted last year to feel like it was a stamp on my soul. And so it was looking at last year and looking at the memories that I made. It was an iconic year. Big things happened. Really, really big things happened. And so now I get to say, okay, I'm, I still walk with that context of being iconic. That's still something that's in me. Now, what would what do I need to do this year to move the to move the needle forward to the trajectory to do, to the trajectory of where I want to go? And so this year my uh context is nurture. So it's looking back, I looked at all my learned lessons and I was like, what could have made these learned lessons? Like what what's going to make this just I'm going to remember these more. And so it really is just, it's nurturing them. Instead of just go, 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 do, 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 achieve, achieve, achieve. It's slowing down to nurture everything, to nurture my clients, to nurture the programs, to nurture what I'm talking about, to nurture this podcast, to nurture my relationship with Ryan, to nurture my relationship with Kabi, to nurture my home, to nurture my body. So this is another thing about the context is a lot of the times when people pick a word for the year, it's like discipline. And with the word discipline, yeah, it could be good with your work. It could be good with your exercise routine or your health or your body. But then discipline for the love of your life. How does that how does that go? Discipline with your children? Yeah, okay, great. But also does that miss half the relationship where you want to be more loving and nurturing with them or have memories with them. This is where we mess ourselves up when we just, and this is where like a lot of the times I'll work with clients and they say that they want one thing in their life, but then it becomes a dissonance with another area of their life. 
they're like, I don't understand why I can't achieve this area of my life that I like, I hate. I'm like, or <laughs> why can't I achieve in this area that I'm like struggling with? I'm like, because another area of your life, like your kids or your husband, it's com- combating the two. And so you just gotta, you gotta kind of reframe everything and make sure that everything is working together versus having different areas of your life, like your finances, your businesses, your career, your health, your energy, your, in, your relationship with the environment, your spirituality. It's making sure that all these are cohesive versus are there things that are, you're unintentionally combating just by using rhetoric, different types of words, language, ways to think about things. So that's, again, I'm not, I really feel like I didn't do that context, uh, like as great as I could have been. If you have questions about context, feel free to reach out to me either on Instagram or Facebook. Um, I'd be happy to clarify things again, brain fog, sick. Um, or if you want to really dive in, there's, I can recommend more podcast episodes and for sure we'll be diving into it in the invested program, a whole hour long module. I will be much more clear and concise. Um, so let's go with the last part. It's planning, 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 planning. So this is where I did not do this for the longest time. Um, I would like half do it. I'd like half ask this because haven't we all started off like January? We're like, okay, got, okay I want to get fit. Here's the plan. I'm going to go work out five days a week. I'm going to like eat healthy. and then week three comes in and you're like, what, what happened? I am like, what, how did I not make this a habit yet? Like what the heck the plan was there? What's going on? This is where we're not intentional with our plan and we don't go back and rework the plan. So I talk a lot about kind of these versions of us, these different um, archetypes of us, the badass, the goddess and the boss. And so the goddess is the one that just experiences everything that life has to have have for us. It's almost like the audience. You're like viewing your life through the audience. You're wowed. You're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Or you're like, oh my gosh, this is, I'm envisioning a circus. Uh, You're like, oh, they're going to fall from the trapeze. So you have your goddess and then you have your badass, which are the ones that you're doing energy. The one that are doing, they're, they're getting, they're achieving the things, they're going to the workout, they're like the ones that are swinging from the trapeze, the one that are fighting the lions. Ugh, circus man. <laughs> also my brain. Um, and then we have the boss. The boss is the version of you that is kind of this combination of the goddess and the badass, the one that's doing and the one that's also experiencing. So think of, if you, I, I, one of my favorite movies is the greatest showman the greatest show i think um and so that's why the circus thing was coming into my mind okay so think of just the greatest show if you've seen it or if you haven't seen it highly recommend seeing it so good um so the boss version of you is the one that's hugh jackman the one that's the ringleader, the one that's like has the vision for what this circus could be. You have the vision, you're creating the plan, you're you're figuring out the plan to market it. Um, you're figuring out like the people that need to be in there. You have this vision for where you're going. And then the badass is the one that's actually doing the things. So think of going out and like actually doing the marketing, going out and getting the people to come in, waving the flyers around, putting the flyers up. You're the one that's actually doing the recruiting, the doing aspect of things. And the goddess version of ourselves is the one that's experiencing what's happening around us. What They're experiencing what the boss and the badass has provided for them. So it's kind of like sitting in the audience and being, wow, that's the order I should have gone in. <laughs> Not starting with the goddess first, Um, but the plan wise. So go back to planning for 2024. This is when we get into boss mode. This is where we look and have the vision of what we want 2024 to look like. And instead of just kind of having a, an ephemeral plan or a plan that's just in our head that we think is going to work, it's actually set a plan on paper moving forward. Put a plan in paper, even if it's just for a week, two weeks, a month, put a plan in in place so that you actually have concrete evidence to look at and say, I'm going to follow this. 
This is what my boss is telling my badass to do so that my goddess can actually enjoy the rewards of experiencing what I want this plan to achieve for me and then go and do it and stop overthinking. This process of actually creating a plan and sticking to the plan does wonders if you're an overthinker, (laughs) for sure. If you're an overthinker, if you're always constantly saying, is this going to work for me? If you're questioning yourself, if you're asking yourself how, and you don't know the answer, you're paralyzing yourself. You're stopping yourself in the track versus either saying, okay, well, I, I don't know how, then go ask somebody that knows how to do it and then go listen to them and actually start going into action or trust your gut and go into action. But what we do wrong is that we just, again, we keep the plan. It's kind of like up in our head of, I think we should do this. And then two weeks happens, three weeks happen, four weeks, two months later, and then we stop the plan. We stop going, we stop taking action. Because in our mind, we're like, well, it's not working fast enough, or or we just forget, or um, we're like, I don't know if this is working for me. We have things that co- go in our mind that make us question ourselves, and we stop sticking to the plan. And then the end of 2024 hits again, and then 2025 hits, and we have the same New Year's resolutions, because we didn't honor 2024 moving forward and actually take action. So that we have those moments of creating moments of learned lessons. We unplug so fast. We start something. And if we think that we're not as far as we, we should be, we unplug. Like it's not working for me. Instead of just sitting there and, and having the plan on paper and then just like following it through, completely following it through. And then at the end of it, asking ourselves, okay, what do I need to change? What do I need to pivot? What what were my learned lessons from this? And then create a plan moving forward and go do it again and go do it again and go do it again. One of the things that I wrote down as a quote on my calendar is if I knew that if I did my best, this would work the way that I wanted, how would I make this plan? Because one of the biggest hills that I felt like I was always, I was always questioning myself. I was always questioning the plan. I was always wondering, okay, is this going to work? Is this going to work? Is this going to work for me? It worked for her, but is this going to work for me? And I would unplug before I could figure it out because of this fear of failure, of this fear of feeling inadequate, or this fear of what's happened in the past is going to happen again. So I would unplug to avoid the fear. But I would never stay plugged in long enough to actually find out, is this going to work for me? And so that's where creating the plan helps you so much of just kind of being in this boss energy at the beginning of the year. Like truly just, just sit there and be like, what do I want from this year? And then ask yourself, if I knew that if I did my best, this would work the way I wanted, how would I make this plan? Give it your best your best right now. Create the plan, then take action. If you're asking, well, I don't, I don't know how to do this. And if it's a tangible thing, like I don't know how to make a workout routine. I don't know how to eat healthy. I don't know how to um, sell online or I don't know how to start a business. Very tangible actions. Go figure it out then. Go ask somebody that knows. Go take a course. Go research um, read a book, go listen to podcasts, go hire a coach, hire a mentor. When you ask the questions of how, and you don't know, but you know, somebody that does know, find the answer then make the plan and take action. But if you ask the question, how, how do I know this is going to work for me? What if this doesn't work for me? Those aren't helpful questions to ask. Make the plan, figure it out. Is this going to work for me? You'll learn from it. But take it from me, take, learn from my mistakes of I'd make the plan, but then halfway through, I'd be like, I don't know if this is working for me. So then I'd unplug because of this fear of inadequacy, this fear of failure, this fear of making my past mistakes again, not learning from my mistakes. I was like, oh, I can see exactly where this is going. 
I'd be like, okay, I just need to know some more information moving forward. So I'd stop. This is where this is the time of year. And even if you just want to do this for January, if you're like, I have no idea, Katie, how you do this for all of the year, that's okay. <laughs> do this for January, do it just for a quarter. Grab three goals of yours and say, okay, if I knew that if I gave it my best for this, and that if I had a plan, let me reread my. If I knew that if I did my best, this would work the way I wanted, how would I make this plan? Trust yourself and then actually follow through on the plan and see what happens. See what happens. Get the success if you, if you are meant to get the success. And if you're not meant to get the success, get the, you, you had to go through that plan to find the gold lessons from there to look at the failure and say, oh, uh, this sucks. Why didn't it work for me? But instead of just saying, oh, why didn't it work for me? And woe is me. Oh, my life sucks. Instead of being out of powered, say, what did I need to learn from this? What is my learned lesson? So now I'm going to, so now I know better. My best is now that I know this piece of information, what's the plan moving forward? Then make the plan. We do not make the plan. We don't. <laughs> we don't make the plan because we're just like little bunny rabbits. We're like, I just want to go, go. I just want to go. I have this goal. Let me, let me just go at it. Especially in the new year, especially around January. We have all this energy, all this pent up energy, especially because the circumstance, circumstances around us, we have circumstantial power where everybody is like wanting to do these new things. Everything on social media is about starting this new exercise routine, eating clean, drinking more water, going to sleep early, having a better bedtime routine, um, doing more self-care, this skincare routine. Da -da -da -da. We have people talking about this. So circumstantially, you feel empowered. But once day two hits, day three, four, week three, week four, what's your staying power? Are you still creating movements, moving toward forward on that trajectory of where you are now to where your desire is to go? So make the plan. So those are the three, three steps of doing an end of the year review and planning for the next year. It's honor 2023, create a context so that you can take the, the memories and the learned lessons from 2023, create a context of if I could walk through this context by being this version of myself, it would be easier to get to where I want to go. It's a, it's a better reminder to remind myself of this is the version of me that I am, I'm growing into, I'm building into. This version of me I went from in 2023, I went from being iconic so everything that I would plan, everything that I would focus on, everything that I would work on, I'd bring iconic into the day. I'd say, okay, today, what's the iconic thing? How is this hour going to be iconic? How is this moment, this masterclass, this uh, program, this podcast, what, what's iconic about this? And then this year, what I'm doing is, okay, I still have the iconic part. That, that's something that I took a year of training myself to be iconic, be iconic, focus on, uh, on adding iconicness into my life. Now on top of that, it's iconic and now nurture. This is an iconic thing I want to do. How do I nurture this? How do I make this more inspiring, more heart-led, more heartfelt? How do I nurture this relationship? How do I deepen this relationship? How do, what do I need to, what are, weeds do I need to kind of pluck from this? more nurture. So create a context that when you walk through the, through 2024, you're not just walking nilly dilly. I don't know if that's a phrase. <laughs> you're walking with intentionality versus just going back to old behavior. Cause this is where the context comes in of 95% of our brain is subconscious. So we only have 5% of our brain to change who we are that's where the context comes in. You're, you're, that's the 5% right there. The context is in your 5%. Versus this is why it's so hard to change because you have 95% of your brain that's in old behaviors, old habits. So it's like we have to just kind of focus on one thing each year to start using that 5% to shift the 95%. 95% now is iconic for me. 
because I used last year, the 5% of my brain was how do I bring iconic? How do I bring iconic? How do I bring iconic? Do you see how those kind of intermingle together? So this year, my 5% of brain is focusing on nurture, nurturing. And so next year, by this time, hopefully my subconscious way of being is iconic and is nurture. So then I can kind of build upon who am I being the year after that. And then the third step is to actually plan, to be intentional with the plan, to have staying power with the plan, and to create moments of reflection and contemplation with the plan as well. I don't think I mentioned that. Um, but every first of the month, I wasn't the best at this last year, but this is where I'm nurturing this year. I'm nurturing the plan. Every first of the month, I'm looking at the plan. I'm checking in how did last last month plan go? What worked? What didn't work? How do I need to pivot? And then I pivot and take those learned lessons moving forward to the next month. And this could be a month base. This could be a week base. This is something that Ryan and I are going to do together as well too. So not only do I have a plan for my business, I also have a plan for our personal life as well too. And we are planning to, <laughs> I plan this. I think Ryan will just be a part of it. Um, we're having quarterly planning, family planning. We're doing quarterly, then we'll do monthly family planning and reviewing. And then also do weekly as well too. I'm just kind of a check-in. Look at, hey, okay, this, this week we have planned this. How does it look? Do we feel like we can handle this? Where do we need help in? What can I help assist you in? Do you need more love, self-care? Like all the things. We're really focusing on nurturing our relationship as a couple and as a family unit. So those are the three steps. They're really, it's so simple, but it's also not easy to do this work either. That's that's with everything. Especially again, that that, that finding the uh, learned lessons, truly. It's a hard thing to do. If you need help with this, if you would like to join me in Invested, I would love, love, love to have you. Um, we don't have anything open right now um, in terms of signing up. So if you're interested in that, just send me a direct message either on Instagram or Facebook. Otherwise, I will see you all next week. I hope some moment this week takes your breath away. All right. I love you. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women listening. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your friends. Or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Don't forget, if you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Katie Christ. See you back here next week.